0: Welcome back to Changing Levels, I am your host Austin Early, so happy to have you once again, Um, it's Olympic Team Trial um, Week, Uh, as you're listening to this I'm probably actually on my way to Fort Worth, Um, I I left early Thursday morning which is when this gets released, so um, if you're heading down here, safe travels and um, hopefully see you there maybe, maybe not, who knows um but um yeah happy trials week Uh, i've got a couple awesome guests to uh, jump on the show here to talk um i hope all is going well for you much love to all my listeners all my um, supporters and followers and all the great people that have shown me love um here lately so hopefully i can get some maybe some cool coverage of um Trials and some other things going down. Um, Have that up on Twitter and um, Instagram and stuff this weekend. Um, All right, well, let's get right to it. Um, Our guests today, let's see. All right, folks, once again, I am joined by Jack Hurley of the Fight Site and many other things. Um, I tried to get more people on, and some people could join later but we're going to kind of run through the brackets we're not going to spend too much time on it because we're both busy got things to do um but we want to at least kind of give a preview maybe our picks um to see uh, what goes down in fort worth this weekend um jack what's up all right sorry about
1: that that's cool so how's it going uh it's good good to uh, be back on the show good to uh, be talking wrestling
0: yeah, man, it's always good to have you on. I always appreciate you and your input, of course. So, what do you want to do first? You want to do men's freestyle, women's freestyle, or Greco first? Um,
1: I published my Greco preview on the fight site first, so let's do that first.
0: Okay, so let's start at sixty kilos. Um, pretty deep field overall. Um, mm. I actually need to pull the the seeds up here. Um. 'Cause I'm bad about being ready ahead of time. Wanna go ahead and give me your thoughts on sixty kilos right off the bat here.
1: Yeah, it's um it's it's like you said, it's one of the deepest weights. Um, you know, I think sixty and seventy-seven uh are the, the deepest Greco weights. And I think generally across all the disciplines, um the the deepest weights and the weights where you can't just say, Oh well it's it's gonna be this guy or you know it's mm-hmm. it's down to these two guys. Um, you know, Ildar Hafizov sitting in the finals, but then you've got a bunch of, you've got Mango and Nauri were world team members in 2019. Now the three seed, right? Mm-hmm. He's just in the channel. So he's, he's goes from world team to number four on the ladder, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then, you know, there's guys like Taylor Lamont, you know, Dalton Roberts made a team a couple of years ago. He's, right. the five, he's the five seed just in the mini tournament. there's so many guys in this group that can win
0: yeah then you got sam jones i love watching sam jones i think that dude is exciting as hell Mm -hmm. um of course randon miranda the eight seed he won he won last chance right last week
1: uh i think travis rice won it okay that's why he seeded one out but yeah i mean miranda's been everywhere on the age level right he just hasn't done it seniors
0: just yet but it's maybe not the best draw he's got the one seed yeah um this is such a tough weight. Mm-hmm. Um, just picking the winner of the challenge tournament mm-hmm. is going to be tough. Like you said, a lot of world level experience, especially at the age group level. Um, who you got at 60?
1: Um, so in the challenge, I I go with Mango, but it's it's so far from guaranteed. I mean, he's he's got Nauri in the semis. He's lost to Nauri before. Right. Right. And it, it's also tough because so many of these guys with the Army, WCAP, train together. Uh-huh. And so there's just that whenever there's that much familiarity, the matches always go a little bit weird.
0: Yeah. The top four guys mm-hmm. in the weight are all WCAP guys. So, mm-hmm. um, and like you said, it's, it's hard.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, so I, I, um, I picked Ildar, but I think that's more just because, well, he's already in the finals. He's got yeah, at worst, like a 40% chance to make the team. Yeah. You yeah know, I if think you don't believe in him he's he's in there and yeah everybody else just has to win has so many things go right you know just to get there that I don't know you can really be confident in anybody else
0: yeah I think I've got Havis off um I think I'm gonna take him over Nauri I just Mm -hmm. um you know (laughs) Honestly, I'm expecting to be wrong at this weight. Yeah. It, it's just, it's so tough. I, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah.
1: Now he's my favorite wrestler uh, at 60. I'd like to see him in there, but.
0: I mean, I a mean, guy, I mean... Like, guy like Taylor Lamont,
1: mm-hmm. who just
0: had a good run at NCAA's, his body's probably feeling, he, he might be a little tired, maybe not, short mm-hmm. season. But I think sometimes, like we've seen in freestyle, those guys that come in off the college season, have good tournaments, you know, mm-hmm. so I could definitely see Taylor Lamont busting this thing wide open, beating foof and finger, um and, and making the finals.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love the challenge tournament at least. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Okay. And I feel like
1: that's generally true in Greg because it feels like the margins are a little bit smaller where it's just it's it's more of just that anything can happen. with um you know you look at the results of you know trials or the world championships or anything and it it seems like there's just a lot more back and forth than there is in in freestyle
0: that's awesome yeah yeah i agree um you know just kind of again looking at it yeah yeah it's just gonna be it's gonna be a bitch for sure and yeah, I, I like my pick. I'm gonna stay with my pick after thinking about it again. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Um Greco has such a small margin of error with an eight point tech fall too. Mm-hmm. And fours and fives are so common that you know anything can happen and and I feel like a lot of these weights are gonna be pushed the three matches probably mm-hmm. in the finals at least. So um sixty seven kilos uh Sancho he's sitting in the finals um Ellis Coleman the one seed Raymond Bunker the two uh Jamal Jamel Johnson the three Xavier Johnson the four then you got Lenny Merkin at the six who's on a hot start um or had on a hot streak after last week Benji Peak of course who's always very tough at the 11 um all sorts of tough dudes here at this weight as well um, I saw somebody—I can't remember who it was—on Twitter. Might have been Brandon Paulson said that he thinks that this weight's quarterfinals are going to be one of the best rounds of the tournament, and I think mm-hmm. I agree. Hmm. Um, so, what do you what do you think here?
1: I I would agree with that. That the <clears throat> the early rounds of this weight are going to be some of the best matches, the most exciting matches. I mean, just a six eleven is a um a first round match, like a round of sixteen match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merkin against Benji Peak's gonna be really good. Merkin got him last week, but um it was it was a couple positions I think that Merkin won that could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked really good. He's on yeah. a hot streak, and but I mean, like um, yeah. Johnson versus Germanaro. I mean, those guys both score so much.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Germanaro is a lot of fun to watch. Johnson both. Both Johnson's really, both Marine mm-hmm. guys, very tough. Very I feel like a lot of the Marine guys, they get after it. Um, um I feel like there's gonna be a lot of disrespect in the troops in this weight. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. who's your pick to go against Sancho in the final?
1: Uh Ellis Coleman. He um so for those that don't know, he was actually the guy at this weight and then he got injured and that kind of opened the door. So uh Sancho got to be the rep at Pan Ams. And the rule is whoever qualifies the weight uh, gets the buy. So even though he was number two on the ladder, he's the guy who got got it done at uh, wherever that tournament, tournament was. was. Yo. Who the
0: hell is that? <laughs> oh, my God. Charles Small has joined the <laughs> podcast. Uh. We started without him. Hofstra wrestler extraordinaire. Handsome gentleman Charles Small. Welcome to the show. <laughs> What's up? What's going on, man?
2: My man, just chilling. Just playing. I was just playing cod. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you could join us. Um, we're talking about 67 kilos in Greco right now. You got any hot takes about 67 kilos?
2: Um, I'm not too well versed with the with the Greco scene outside of Gabe, so man. <laughs> Let me look up let me look it up real
0: quick. All right. <laughs> All right. Um my pick, I think, Jack, I'm gonna go s I'm gonna go Sancho over Merkin.
2: Oh that's the that's the, that's the way out to that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh oh.
0: um, yeah, I think that uh, that's what I'm feeling. I think that Lenny Merkin's gonna go on a run. He's mm. gonna beat Johnson. I think he'll beat Bunker. And then he'll take out Coleman in a tight one.
2: Wasn't, wasn't Bunker uh Bunker was on a team representative? Yeah, he was the oh,
1: at the at the higher weight. Yeah, um, he 72 was seventy-two or whatever. Seventy
2: two, yeah. yeah. So it was a non-Olympic? Yeah. Yeah, it's a non-Olympic weight.
0: He had a oh, okay. I think he had a decent world championship in 2019, didn't he? i trying I don't to
1: remember. Um uh, he um he beat he um, hasn't according
0: to the USA Wrestling preview, Bunker has not been down to sixty seven since twenty eighteen.
1: Yeah, so that might because he um because he's not that big though I don't think like, yeah. like he, he did an interview where he was uh, right after Worlds where he was like yeah I'm mm-hmm. not that big I'm definitely going down to sixty seven,
2: Yeah, but um I mean Payno and Benji Peak are both some scrappers though oh dude absolutely i wouldn't be surprised Omana. if that you beat, beat, beat some people who's not supposed to
0: oh absolutely hello you know, um we talked about taylor lamont he's at 60 we talked about them being dangerous because coming off of the ncaa season well Omana and peak both coming off ncaa season their bodies are ready they're kind of rolling right now they're dangerous dudes you know so
2: yeah, but their their bodies also could be beat up i mean yeah
0: but it's a shorter season so yeah, that's um, true. but and we have seen guys that that come from the college season do well in these tournaments so um
1: I don't
0: know. gilman's a good example of that i know it was freestyle but still um you got a pick for this weight charles um
2: I'm probably just gonna say uh Sancho just because just because he's from Florida, he's a Florida guy, so yeah. No yeah. Okay. all
0: right, uh going up to 77 kilos. This is one of the weights that USA has not qualified. Um Pat Smith is the returning world team member. Um beat Kamal. He beat Kamal. Um he is the three seed behind rayvon perkins who won the spot in 2016 but the weight was not qualified and then jake fisher the one seed um here Uh, we got ben provisor at the four as well um mason manville also a world teamer at one point a six seed um and then jesse porter who can beat anybody in the weight class is the 10 um i think this will be another exciting weight um It sucks that it's not qualified. What do you guys think about it so
1: far? I mean, it's a really tough weight. It's, um, it's, it's terrible that it's not qualified because internationally it's so tough. I mean, are we even going to be able to qualify it? It's, it's, um, I feel like the odds are kind of against us, Yeah, but we, we, we have a really strong group here and, um.
2: Stronger, it's For lack of better words,
1: it's yeah. like you said in um, you know, sixty-seven. I think even like the early round matches at this weight, going to be some really good ones.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like
1: um, I guess just looking at the seeds, ahead a second ago. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, Pat Smith versus Mason Manville is going to be a quarter.
0: Yeah, that's insane.
1: Mm-hmm. Um.
0: Yeah, what is Jake Fisher gonna do, dude?
1: I don't know, cause he looked pretty good, but he's only wrestled like two tournaments in the last four years.
2: Mm -hmm. He was. It's like this. This way is this. This is one of the weights that I do follow, because. Because it's so exciting. Because I mean, of Kamal, of course, but like it's just, mm-hmm. it's just really exciting. I mean, dude, like anybody can win this bracket. Like this is, this kind of anybody's game at this point. I mean, Jesse is absolutely nuts. I can throw anybody on their head. Rayvonne's probably the toughest guy in the bracket, just in terms of, just wrestling in general. Just positionally sound he can compete with the best of them then i mean you know ben ben's proven that he can he can make a he can make a team even up at a different weight you mm-hmm. know and this is going to be his, i think this is going to be his first time down there yeah it's his first time in like, like
1: 15 years or something being this low
2: yeah I mean, and, and from what he said, he's had a great, he's had a great cut. He's, mm-hmm. he's felt good. So, I mean, like, this is going to be really exciting. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it sucks that the weight isn't qualified, but, I mean, I I really think that any of these guys can get it done, honestly. Mm-hmm, for sure.
0: Yeah, this is just one of those weights, man, that anything can happen. Um, who are you guys taking?
2: I'm, I'm going to go with on mm-hmm
1: uh-huh. okay yeah he um <clears throat> i just want to say this okay. you know coaches talk about like getting to the body in greco like mm-hmm. if you don't understand what that means watch rayvon perkins yeah he's the, so way, the way he attacks where he's you know he's he's trying to get angles get past your hands like he would with leg attacks in in folk style or freestyle where you're trying to beat their hands and get to their legs he's trying to get past their you know their first layers of defense and get their torso to score
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's really good at there and that's one of those positions in greco that man it matters so much getting to mm-hmm. the body the best guys in the world do it um mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna go perkins over provisor mm-hmm. um that's just what i'm feeling right now so
1: yeah I'm. Um, i kind of think i'm gonna pick provisor and maybe this is stupid so Pro- provisor beat him in that cage match thing the mm-hmm. wrestling underground yeah in, in some ways, that was like the stupidest thing ever. It was in a cage. It was at like 82 yeah. or something. Like it, was, it was way up in weight. Yeah. Um, like, I, I, think, I think Provisor scored on him by pushing him into the cage. And like, that was how he got his lock and then he threw him. But um, Provisor was able to get a turn in that match. And I feel like a lot of times, yeah. especially in, in like big matches when people kind of tighten up when a lot of times it turns into a one, one type of match mm-hmm. provisor does really well in those. So I'm, I think I'm going to pick provisor. I'm not sure he's necessarily the best wrestler, but I think he's good at kind of getting it done in those matches.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So let's move on. 87. Uh, Joe Rouse sits in the finals. Uh, he qualified the weight back in March last March. So a year ago at Pan Am's at the Pan Am qualifier, I should say. Um, but he's got one of the baddest dudes in American Greco right now, Alon Vera, in his weight as the one seed coming through the challenge tournament. And then you got John Anderson. Um, he was the 2019 Senior Nationals champ. Patrick Martinez is always good. Um, and then you got John Stefan. How do you say that? Is it Stefanovich like or Stefanovich? Yes, yeah, Stefanovich. Yeah, John Stefanovich. Uh the Marine, he's also very, very tough. Um it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So um initial thoughts, hot take,
1: cold take, what do you got here? Um so I, I thought was, Vera was a lock, but then there was some match like two or three weeks ago that nobody heard about where Ben Provisor beat him. Uh, one, one, and I guess maybe that, that shows there's a chance that somebody like John Anderson, that's just you know gonna be just brutal in the hand fight, can beat mm-hmm. him, something like that. But I I think Alan Vera's got the offense to, um, beat pretty much all these guys. Be, beat yeah. all these guys.
0: Do you think that Vera, because he's a Cuban guy, he, mm-hmm. he's an immigrant, and we all know that kind of the overseas guys, um, They never really take those one-offs seriously. Do you think he's kind of got that same mindset and it's just like it's whatever? Like it doesn't matter that he shows up when it matters, and he has. Mm -hmm. He's beaten Joe Rao twice now, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And he didn't just beat him. He dominated him. Right.
1: I mean, the closest match was like 7-1. to Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I hate that for Joe Rao. um, Yeah. Because... Number one, I love that dude. That dude is so likable. Um, It's ridiculous. He is probably one of the most likable dudes in wrestling right now. And, you know, his emotional, like, interview he gave after Worlds in 2019, right?
1: Mm -hmm. It was
0: just, you know, he wants to go to the Olympics, and he just, you just, your heart pours out for him. So, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I mean, I I think Vera's going to beat him. That's my pick. But... I wouldn't be mad if Joe Route won either.
1: hmm Completely
0: agree. Charles, you
2: got anything to add? Um Vera is for lack of better words, a monster. Yeah, for sure. Honestly. Um The dude is nuts. Uh I don't know how old he is. He looks like he's like forty, but he is tall and he is massive. Yeah. Like you said, he's already beat Rao twice. You know, so I mean, honestly, I'm picking him to win the weight because from from what I've seen, he hasn't looked bad at all. So no. yeah, I mean, I can't really, I can't really pick against him because he hasn't. He hasn't given me anything to pick against. You know, There's, it's not like he's lost anybody. He's beat the guy that qualified this spot already multiple times. Mm-hmm. So I really don't know what else to say about that. That's poops in the pudding right th- with that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, Varys a bad man for sure. And, you know, he, it's going to be tough. And then you have a guy like Pat Martinez who almost as a three seed to me almost seems like, an afterthought in this weight maybe a little bit even though he's extremely tough and he um he's been on a world team like two or three times at least um and i think the last time he was on a world team he was at this weight too so just a tough ass dude so um i don't know another weight that you know could kind of break apart at the bottom half and but i I still think vera comes out on top what do you think jack who you picking here
1: jack <clears throat> I'm, I'm sorry did you uh did you need me to say something i was watching a different match
0: yeah are you uh are you gonna make a pick at 87?
1: 87 yeah remember? yeah i thought i'd said um Vera. Oh, okay or
0: i couldn't could remember what okay yeah okay 97 kilos probably to me the biggest lock of the of the tournament yeah probably um you know you got giangelo hancock sitting in the best of three he awaits probably either Daniel Miller or Lucas Sheridan. Um, Braxton Amos also in this weight class as a sixth seed. Braxton Amos is going to be a busy dude this week
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it's not two separate days. You got matches going on at the same time. So that's going to be crazy
1: to me. I, I just now thought about mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, me too. Like, um, didn't Kuhn do that in 2015? Fifteen trials, maybe.
0: Yeah, but I thought those were different days. There
1: was—I I, I just remember there was one tournament where Kuhn was wrestling both styles on the same day, and it—he—he he ended up having to forfeit out of one because he, like, his matches were at the same time. Yeah. It was, but it, it was—it was not the Olympic trials. It was not. Um, it was not like, because I mean mm-hmm. that, thats such a horrible decision to have to make. Yeah. Or right, like you're trying to make an Olympic team and it's like, "Well, you have to forfeit out of one of your matches right now." Jeez.
0: I want to say he forfeited out of a freestyle match maybe.
1: Yeah. Does should USA wrestling do anything to accommodate him like with the scheduling? I think they should. Mhm. I think it's an incredible accomplishment to
0: qualify mm-hmm. in both weights.
1: Yeah, like put put his weight first in one style and last in the other or something.
0: Yeah, I I don't know, but obviously he's a young man. He's looked very good. He competed two straight days last week. It's very possible he wrestles basically four days worth of tournaments over this weekend. Um, that's why I can't – I want to pick him because I think that he is such a dark horse to make the finals. I don't think he can beat Giangelo. I don't think anybody can in America right now. Um, but it's hard to pick him whenever he's got to wrestle two tournaments, essentially. So uh, I think I'm going to go Hancock over Sheridan um, for the upteenth time.
2: Um, I don't got nothing to say on this. T'Angelo's about to whoop, whoop him up.
0: Yep, he is. He's the best dude in the weight for sure. No real doubt about it. Um, probably, like I said, the only lock. Jack, are
1: you? who are you picking? Hancock, yeah. yeah. He, um, I think he's also probably our best chance for a medal for at sure. the Olympics when he gets there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he is yet to kind of get over that hump a little mm-hmm. bit, and I, I definitely would like to see it happen at the Olympic Games for sure. Um, 130, heavyweight. Adam Kuhn, the one seed. Colton Schultz, the two seed. Then you got Jacob Mitchell, Toby Erickson. Really, it's a two-man race right now. It's Adam Kuhn, Colton Schultz. Um, The weight has not been qualified yet. So one of them is going to have to go to Bulgaria to try to qualify the weight. Luckily, I think heavyweight is one of those weights where we'll probably be okay to qualify it. Um, 77, on the other hand, maybe not. We we kind of talked about that earlier, but um, any your guys' initial thoughts on 130?
2: Um, yeah, like you said, it, this is a two-hours race, man. Um, I mean, kuhn has, the, kuhn has the most recent win uh, against Colton. At uh things when they went to the Matteo Pelicon,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um so you know I, it's hard to pick against the, the most recent winner for sure. Um I don't remember what the score of that match was, but I don't think it was very high scoring. Um so I'm i I'm gonna go Kuhn just just because he has the last win. Okay. Um I'm also going coon. I
0: think that yeah, the, the one to wannabe astronaut gets it done. I think it'll be really close. A lot closer than the last couple matches have been. Um, and then I think after this year it'll probably be Schultz's time to shine on the stage. Jack, what do you got?
1: Yeah, I kind of agree with that. You know, it's it's interesting because it sort of mirrors the um the Coon versus Robbie Smith dynamic. Mm -hmm, Sure. Where Robbie was, you know, the established guy Kuhn was like the college guy trying to make it through. And each time he would make it closer and closer, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and then eventually he got him in 2018, you know, is Shel's going to kind of do the same thing to him where he, he just closes the gap, you know, you can see him get better match to match. I mean, eventually he's going to pass him by maybe. I don't know. Cause what, what, what was the score of that match? At the Pelican?
2: Um, I do not know. I can't remember. Right, I got no. it. It
1: um, eight to five, 10 to okay. five. You got okay. you got two at the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's isn't that kind of how it was? Maybe maybe a little bit lower scoring, but Kuhn by a you know four or five points at a final acts in twenty nineteen. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it's, it's just like we said earlier, Greco can be a little bit kind of finicky, kind of, um, you know, topsy-turvy sometimes where mm-hmm. a result, you know, gets reversed like a week later yep. just to, you know, because especially with um, it's so hard to score against these guys in parterre. Right. Right. I mean, like they're both decent on top, but they're so hard, like it's just so hard to turn somebody that big. And a lot of times it's you know, you got a a slim chance every time you get on top of getting to a good lock and getting a turn. And it's just, you know, on in that given match were you able to get your turn. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I think Kuhn generally has a better chance of getting that turn than Schultz does, but um, I mean who knows.
0: Yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. Um, so that's it for Greco. Um I think i think we're we'll be in pretty good shape there um okay so let's move on women's freestyle um we'll start at 50 kilos you got sarah hildebrandt sitting in the finals um she was she did medal right in 2019 um but But she she medaled in uh 18 and 18 she was a silver in 18 did medal, but she did um qualify the weights that's why she's in the finals um you got Whitney Condor Lisa Lampy, Victoria Anthony, Emma Fe- uh, Fernside, Aaron Golson, Emily Shilson just to name a few high schooler Sage Mortimer down there at 11 um a lot going on in this weight very deep very tough all for um a chance Is to take Sage on Sage
1: Mortimer the one who placed at uh Fargo and Greco yes that's so cool.
0: Yeah, it was very it's very cool. Um she's yeah, she's very tough. I wanna say she's from where is she from? She's from Utah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's very tough. Um what are your guys' initial thoughts about this weight? Um go. Um I I think it's
1: for actually winning the spot it's probably all hildebrandt she um she she had that wrestle off with whitney condor to um get the chance to be the rep at pan ams last year and she won both matches there she um you know she a lot of times she just puts people away early with her lace but even if she doesn't she's you know got a decent gas tank and good um you know positioning she doesn't get taken down a whole bunch so she she can win kind of the, the shootouts and she could win the the two-one matches, and I, I just don't really see how anybody gets past her. But the the rest of the spots, you know, for the national team, who's going to get, right. you know, into the finals? Who's going to win the challenge tournament? Who's going to get, mm-hmm. you know, the true third and everything? There's going to be some really back and forth matches there.
0: Yeah, I agree, hundred um, percent. Who are you going to take?
1: Um, so I'm going to go Condor. Let me pull it up. I went. Uh, I went just by the seeds. Connor over Lampy in the the challenge tournament finals, mm-hmm. uh, and then Hildebrandt in it.
0: I'm gonna take Anthony to win the challenge yeah. tournament. I to win it. Uh huh. To win the challenge tournament and then Hildebrandt to beat her, mm-hmm. probably lot I assume. Charles, what do you think here?
2: Um, I'm also thinking Big Anthony's going to win the challenge tournament. And, um, I don't know. I think Sarah's just, Sarah's been wrestling lights out lately. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to pick against her right now. Um, wasn't, she, she's won a world title, hasn't she?
0: Sarah?
1: Mm -hmm. She Yeah. She She was
0: silver in
2: 2018. Yeah. Uh... So, yeah, I'm. I'm still gonna pick. Pick a picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vicky. She. 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 Ha- she takes bad losses, especially when she doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I. I mean, can she win the whole thing and be the rep? Yes. Will she? That's another question.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, she. She almost won a medal in 2017, right? She's been fifth twice. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's also, I mean, um, Adeline Gray said this in the, um, press conference last week and it like 50 for the lowest weight for women is too high. I mean, Vicky, yeah. Aaron Golston, Emily Shilson, like they should, they should be wrestling at like 47 kilograms. Sure. Uh, yeah. I think the yeah. old weight was 48. I think that was probably a better bottom weight class.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah and it's such a strange i wonder why uww went with that weight Mm -hmm. you know doesn't seem to be make a lot of sense but um yeah it, it is unfortunate for a couple of these girls victoria anthony being one of them you know who has seemed small for the weight at times um uh okay uh 53 kilos Uh, 2019 world champion, Jakara Winchester. um, She won at 55, but she dropped down to 53 because 55 is not an Olympic weight. Um, She qualified the weight class by winning. uh, Well, she reached the finals of Pan Ams. um, So that got her to the finals. Um, Another tough weight that's got all sorts of you know, it, it's just another deep one, you know, um, Jack, what do you see here?
1: Uh, so, so it, it's kind of like the last weight where the, the top spot, I feel like it's all Jakara. It's all the yeah, one person, absolutely. Just cruise. Yes. but, yeah. um, could be some good matches in the, um, you know, in the mini tournament, you know, there's a lot of people coming down from 55. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, it's, it feels like the majority of the field is coming down from 55. Yeah. Um, but then you've got Catherine Shy, who has said this will be her last tournament. Like the uh, this year will be her last run. Her last yeah. run, yeah. So it could be um, potentially shoes coming off on the mat if she doesn't uh, make the spot here. And then you know you got you got kind of like the youngsters, people like Ronna Heaton and Felicity mm-hmm. Taylor. Yeah, that it seems like in two three years are going to be kind of mm-hmm. higher up that yeah. ladder.
0: Yeah, I think those couple, obviously Ronna Heat and a Cadet World Champ. Felicity Taylor, I believe, has won uh the WCWA. Right? I mm-hmm. think. Um Yeah, I forget exactly which, which one whatever yeah. one she's in. I there's mm-hmm. it's getting to be the point where I can't keep up with that anymore, but um she's very tough. I think I'm gonna go ahead and go with Shy to lose to Winchester and then she retires. Um, mm-hmm. Charles, you got any thoughts at 53 with Queen Jakara?
2: Um, honestly, um, I don't know a lot of the women's results and that's kind of my own fault. Um, but um, Ronda Heaton's been really active. Um, she's been wrestling a lot. She's been wrestling pretty well. I think Shy beat her at the Captain's Cup, maybe. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, I mean, Jakar is, Jakar is the queen of this weight. I don't, I don't really know who else can really. I mean, Peyton Prussian was wrestling good at, um... NAIs, um, Felicity Taylor is, I think she's, I think she's made a junior, I think she's made a, a, a world team, but not, not a senior, but like a junior world team. Um, but I mean, Don Parrish is also really good too. Um, Who you, who you picking? I'm going to go on the limb and say Ronnie Heaton loses to Jakara.
0: Okay. You know, I, I really thought about that for a second. I like Heaton. I like the way she wrestles, so I was pretty close. Um, I just think she has a tough road. Um, Jack, did you make your pick? You said Jakara
1: right over who? Um, I don't even know. I'll say... Chikara
0: or Catherine Chai. Okay. Uh, 57 kilos. Helen Morales, defending Olympic champion, sits in the finals. She qualified the weight at Pan Ams. A two-time world champion as well. She's kind of overcoming some concussions and um, this quad. And there have been a lot of questions. You got Jenna Burkert, um, as the one Ali Reagan, the two, um, another top heavyweight, I would say. Um, it, it, it's, I think it's gonna be first. I want to ask, what do you guys think about Helen and can she return to form here and win? in Tokyo. I kind of think so, yeah. I I would like to hope so. I, I you know we obviously want the best person to go and the best version of Helen is damn near unbeatable it seemed like at times. Um I think I've got I've got Helen over Jenna in a very tight tightly contested match probably a two oh i don't i don't think jenna will get one from her but um i think it'll be tight uh jack what do you think
1: um i kind of think allie reagan uh wins the mini she okay beat her i think in what was the year like 2018 maybe and then got injured okay um but it, when they did that um that wrestle off for Pan Ams. So mm-hmm. Helen beat both of them, beat Allie and Jenna. But um, she she actually beat Jenna more easily. And I think it was partly just the way Allie Reagan kind of approached the match. She was just making it really physical, using a lot of control ties. And it mm-hmm. kind of, you know, slowed her down. Um, but it, it also seemed like, uh, because this was when Helen was coming back from her concussions and stuff her first time on the mat in over a year Mm -hmm. and it seemed like each match she was getting better and better um and so I think she she won something like two to one or three to two over Allie Reagan last time I think she's gonna she's gonna widen that gap a little bit
0: okay so you're taking her over um over Reagan yep okay uh Charles what do you think here
2: Um honestly this is I mean I wanna say this is Helen's weight. But I mean concussions are a hard thing to come back from. Um, um like you said man this bracket is really top heavy. I mean you got some really good girls in it. I mean you got Jenna, Abby Nat, XMP on Luby, and Allie, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's a tough weight to try to try to predict. Um, I mean, XMP has a has a tendency to wrestle a lot out of her mind sometimes.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, she. I mean, she pinned Reagan at senior nats.
2: Yeah, like she can. I mean, she's proved that she can. She can win, especially at a high level. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean you can't really you can't really sleep on it, but but then um but then uh, it's like it's like what do you like who do you pick? Um I'm gonna go with Reagan and Jenna making the finals. I don't know who's gonna win that and then Um, maybe I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb and say Jenna gets it done and beats Helen.
0: Okay. Okay. I like that. I like a bold pick.
2: I mean, she, Jenna, Jenna can get it done, man. She, she knows how to win.
0: Yeah. I absolutely think she can.
2: So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna go on a limb and pick Jenna.
0: Okay. Um moving on up 62 kilos. Kayla Miracle sits in the finals. Um she won the Pan Am qualifier was well, I guess she was silver right technically. Um and then you got Macy Kilty, Mallory Velty, Emma uh Bruntil, then you got Julia in there, Michaela Beck. This is a very tough weight. Um I still think that It's going to go chalk, though. I'm going to take Miracle over Nelson, probably. Um, I think this is Miracle's weight, and she's going to kind of get it done. She's done it at every level so far. Um, And I think she'll get get a chance to kind of come out and maybe come back from a not-so-awesome 2019 Worlds. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird because Velty uh, beat out Miracle in 2018 and then was World Bronze and then Miracle beat her in 2019. And each time they wrestle, it's gotten kind of worse and worse, like Miracle wins by more and more. But okay. she wasn't able to get it done at Worlds. You know, it's just kind of strange. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a style thing or just, you know, she had one bad tournament, she is that good. And it just just didn't work out on the day or what.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Charles, what do you think here?
2: Uh, I'm going to say... This is kind of hard. I mean... Kayla is... Kayla's very good. Um, I mean, Kayla's, Kayla's, Kayla's really good. Um, like you said, um, she kind of had Malice number for a while now, um, and there's there's a lot of young and old blood in this in this way. I mean, is is Forest going this way? Mm-hmm. No, oh, she's, she's in at 78 or 68, yeah. She's 68? Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, we got Anna Luciano, who just came out second place at uh, WCWAs. I know of course. Brian Nelson has always wrestled good. You got veterans like uh, Paige and Salada. We've been around a while, so I mean, Kayla's looked good this whole time, so I can't really pick against that. Um, I'm going to say Kayla wins the whole thing, but I can't really tell you he's going to win the challenge tournament. Okay, right on. Um, yeah, I can't really tell you he's going to win the challenge tournament. It's hard. I'm going to say my Nessie wins the challenge tournament.
0: Okay, yeah. I kind of just thought it would go chalk myself. Um, Macy's still young, but I think she's probably going to get the the torch passed here. Oh wait,
2: Macy's so. afterweight? wait. Macy yeah. guilty, yeah. Oh, Macy's won. Macy's when the challenge,
1: Okay, I like it. Yeah, I, I uh, I'm going to pick Macy to make the finals too. Okay,
2: she is she is an absolute monster.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Um,
0: all right, let's uh, move on to 68 kilos. Probably the pound-for-pound best women's wrestler in the world right now, Tamira mensa stock the 2019 world champ, um, who took it to five-time world and Olympic champ Adeline Gray um, this year. is sitting in the finals with more than likely Forrest Molinari on the other end of the mat. Come final time. Um, this is a tough weight with a lot of young talent. I feel like Kennedy Blades, Alair Boyd, Rachel Waters, um, you know, all very um, young and up-and-coming wrestlers. Um, obviously, Kennedy Blade, a high schooler, the three seed in the challenge tournament. Um, what do you guys think about this weight right off the bat? Um,
2: this is tomorrow's this is tomorrow's day um, I don't really see anybody I mean relatively close you just even not even within a few points I don't see it happening but um, the challenge changes could be really interesting I mean you got Alex Glade Kenny Blade, Holly Welker Listy Bryant, like in the and then Forrest, like this is depending on how they, I mean, have the brackets released? No, they'll, they'll they, they'll um, they put out
1: seeds so you can kind of like figure out who's going to wrestle who.
2: Oh, okay, so yeah, I mean, when these brackets come out, I mean, the way the way that it, it, if it shakes out a certain way, I mean, we could see a high school wrestling in the finals at the mm-hmm. Olympic Joshua. Yeah, so, I mean. Like Kenny Blades has been wrestling out of her absolute mind. She she beat Skylar Gro who'd Kylie Welker beat last week to get to the finals. She beat another single um, another Club um, Girl.
1: yeah, Welker's actually she, she was at sixty eight for her last chance, but she's going seventy six for trials, which seems kind of mm-hmm. strange, but she I don't know if it's a weight, like she she had a, a bad experience with that weight. If she just knew going in, I can only make this weight once. Mm-hmm. But um, she, like, she told them, like, right after she won, I guess, like, oh yeah, I'm actually going to wrestle at seventy six.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. That the the challenge thing is iffy. I mean, I think Forrest can make the finals, but Kennedy has been wrestling. Amazing, to say mm-hmm. the least. Um, well, I'm going to pick Kennedy and Forrest to make the finals if they end up on opposite sides. Yeah, they are. Forrest will probably get the dub, barely. And then tomorrow beats the absolute mess out of rare in the, uh, the final X. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I'm gonna take Tamira Minsa's stock. I think she smashes uh Molinari. I think Molinari is gonna meet Blades in that sema or in that challenge tournament final. Um another hot streak for that for that young lady. Um but I just think that the experience and the strength of Molinari will overcome mm-hmm. Blades, and then the best wrestler in the world is gonna take care of business in the finals. So um, the final women's weight is 76 kilos, five-time world champ, Adeline Gray. She's one of the most dominant in her weight. Um, Coming off of a disappointing Olympics in 2016, you got to think – that she is ready and chomping at the bit to make this team and go out on top because I think this is going to be it for her if she wins the Olympics. Um, I'm taking her over Guilford in the finals. I think it's her way to lose, and I'd be very surprised to see anything crazy happen here. Uh, Jack, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I um, I kind of agree. I'm interested in um, the challenge tournament. You got uh, Diamond Guilford uh, and Precious Bell have kind of been back and forth mm-hmm. over the last two or three years. You know, Victoria Francis has been, she's always been kind of like right behind Adeline, but now it seems like the rest of them are catching up to her. Mm-hmm. Might be able to um, kind of move past her. Yeah. Um, you know, whoever Whoever wins that challenge tournament, I think probably not ready to beat uh beat Adeline. I mean she maybe shows some weakness in that loss to Mensa, but I don't think it's the kind of thing um any of these people can replicate. So it's right. it's like we've said about a lot of these ways. It's gonna be a really exciting challenge tournament. The the semis and finals I think are gonna be uh pretty interesting, but then uh the, the best of three is gonna be kind of a showcase for the the person that ends up going to the Olympics.
2: Yep,
0: I agree. I think this is going to be one of the strongest women's teams we've ever had. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Charles, what do you think? 76 kilos.
2: Um, challenge tournament is going to be interesting. Chris Bell and Diamond Guilford have been wrestling really well. Um, I mean, they're both really tough. But Victoria Francis has always been, so she's she's the one that's been like winning more, more consistently. Um, she made that world team. Did she medal? Has she medaled yet?
1: Who? Uh, no, she she, she got fifth like two years ago.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Precious Bell.
1: Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I like finals. that
2: then Adeline graded, Adeline graded uh, to a no thing.
0: Do you guys think that Adeline will retire if she wins in Tokyo? Yeah. I don't see any way she doesn't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't see her going another full circle cycle, at least unless she just feels amazing. Because like you said earlier, nobody at 76 can replicate what tamira can do to her Mm -hmm. and if she's still the big dog if she takes her way through trials and the olympics who knows right maybe maybe she goes out on top maybe she doesn't who knows but um okay now we can move on to men's freestyle so many storylines so many things to talk about just at 57 kilos um obviously we found out today Nick Seriano is out. He tested positive for COVID. Um, that's unfortunate for him. That, that takes him and Spencer Lee out. Um, this weight is going to be tough, tough, tough. Thomas Gilman, the one seed, a world silver medalist. Dayton Fix, the two seed, a um, returning world team member. He has been a. Age Group World Champ, Vito, and Age Group World Silver. Um, You got Seth Gross, Joe Colon, World Bronze at 61, Nato, you know, Jack, you're the 10 seed.
1: Um, Yeah, the the... (laughs) seeds here are a little bit ridiculous, right? I know. How do you have a guy pin your one seed and you're going to say, we'll make him number 10? Yep. I mean, give me a break makes no sense right this yeah, but you know what sometimes you got to do it the hard way that's right <laughs> i'm so happy that you go with that
0: um your, what are your guys' initial thoughts on 57
1: um it's it is weird because i feel like Suriano, he was what, like the five seed? I feel like a lot of people had him as kind of the favorite. Mm-hmm. And so it it really shakes up the bracket, even though he was kind of lower down. Um, do do you know if they're gonna redraw the brackets or if they're just gonna have gross just advance or what?
0: Well, since there hasn't been a bracket
1: drawn, I guess that's yet. true
0: though. <laughs> I think like they'll just that, bump seeds. I think they'll probably bump seeds, at least I yeah. I don't I know if you're Joe Cologne, Cologne. Do you want to bump seed? Yeah. I mean, you're the six seed. You're on the bottom side. You're Cologne gonna to, can be.
1: You're going to have to wrestle gross, the sand, he, right? he, huh. he beats gross like most of the time. Mm
0: hmm.
1: But there's definitely guys that are. Well, no, they, they, they trade sides then,
0: because, right? No, they wouldn't.
1: Um, he would, he, Cologne would sw- switch sides. So he would, instead of right. a guy six, he'd have. I was a, thinking about Seth. Gross. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely think he can for sure, but do you want to run that gauntlet of Seth Gross and then Gilman, and then probably fix or veto? I don't. I don't know. And I think I'd rather go veto fix, because I think,
1: hmm. I think veto he's got a chance against, but I think Gross he, he's he's the favorite right uh this is this is definitely a weight where like from the big the the early rounds like anything can happen Mm -hmm. and and it's not just oh you know somebody's gonna pull an upset and then you know they're gonna lose in the finals like no the 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 one and two seeds could go down yeah there's a lot of guys that could legitimately win the weight Mm -hmm. sean russell
0: is a dangerous dude that has given gilman fits
1: mm mm-hmm he he wrestled the best tournament of his career at Last Chance last weekend. Yeah, he did.
0: He really did. Uh, Charles, who are you taking at 57?
2: Man, 57 is mad sus. <laughs> 57 is so sus. Like, I got on... I I don't even feel comfortable like trying to say one person's gonna win, if I'm being honest, um, mm-hmm. dude. Because got when Serion was out, and that was who, that was my that was my maybe pick right there. Um. So I mean, yeah, and we already know Spencer's out. Um. So now, now we gotta think. Um you know fix has the accolades, fix is fix has been the guy already. I mean, but then you got Cologne mm-hmm. who won a medal already, you know, and he may not be the first guy you think of when you think of fifty-seven, but he's a world medalist. Um yeah, and he has a winner over Michic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like he has he has good wins, like he and he wrestles really well, especially when it matters. So I mean, it's hard to really pick against him, you know. Um, the Natos in this bracket too, and Seth Gross, It's just. It's just hard to pick. Um, I'm going to go... Hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with Vito winning the bracket. Okay, yeah. I got Vito
0: winning the bracket over Gilman. I don't know why. I just, you know, Jack and I kind of said that. at. I don't even know if we we're recording yet, but it's like who was going to be that dude that always there's always that one guy right that makes the team that nobody saw coming that nobody expects and what a better weight than this to do it at? and Vito I think is the guy to do it I think he's going to be the guy that nobody kind of expects um everybody knows he's good but um maybe not on the level of the you know the fixes and Gilman's of the world but I think he he takes a step with um you know with his coaching and his partners and um I just I don't know have a feeling, I guess. Jack, what do you what's your pick here?
1: I think I'm actually going to pick Gilman. Okay. Um, it um a lot of it has to do with being at Penn State and getting um you know that, that coaching staff. I think they are really good at adjustments and game planning. Mm-hmm. And you know, a, a big thing is just going to be that rivalry with Dayton Fix. Mm-hmm. You know they've been back and forth. Gilman won the last meeting. Uh, I mean it was, it was like a year ago. Um, yeah. You know I, I think he's a little bit too solid for Vito. I mean Vito beat uh, Suriano mm-hmm. in uh, in that match. Uh, when was it like 2019 or whatever? Yeah, but it it seemed like the kind of match where I'd if they did it again I would pick Suriano to win it. Um, and I think okay. Gilman, it's going to be one of those type of matches if it is uh, Gilman against Vio, I think Gilman is just really good at winning those type of matches where he's staying in good position. He's not letting you get to his legs, but he, mm-hmm. he's making progress towards his offense where he's going to get to a shot a couple of times, or he's going to get you on the edge a couple of times. And yep. he can just kind of manufacture two, three points yep. um, a little bit better than most of these guys. Yeah, I agree. It's hard to pick against him for sure. Um, I mean, I it's think, definitely one of those things that you know it it could go seven different ways, but that's kind I, of the one I believe in slightly more than the others. I
0: honestly don't see Fix making the final. I think the weight cut is going to be too much for him. I think that that's why he probably lost at NCAA's hmm. trying to trying to maintain that weight, trying to keep a maybe a weight lower than what he's used to. And I think it's going to hurt him more when he's down to weight on Friday. So that's why I see Vito winning. I think that'll give him a confidence boost to take over. So, All right, 65 kilos, the only weight in men's freestyle that has not been qualified for the Olympics yet. Same story in 2016. We have not won a medal at this weight since 2006. Are one of these guys going to do it? Um, a lot of storylines here. Obviously, the Zane, Yanni, Jordan, Oliver trifecta that you know we've got to watch over the last couple of years where it looks like Oliver has Zane's number a couple of times except for that last meeting. And then Yanni has beaten both of them and lost to Zane. Then you got world medalist James Green coming back down. He says he feels better this time. His weight cut's different. Um, Joey McKenna, who's been right there at some of these – weights nick lee who looked great at ncaa's frank molinaro the the rep in 2016 and then just ashnault garrett hendo and mitch mckee to fill out the weight that is a tough ass weight and one of these dudes is going to have to go to bulgaria and punch our ticket so um what do you guys think about this weight jack why don't you go first
1: man i don't even know um it feels like there's a little bit of a, a group of three. It's Zane, Yanni, and Jordan Oliver yep. are kind of the, the contenders to be actually winning the spot. But there's so many good wrestlers here. I mean, you look at, you know, Frank Molinaro uh, made the Olympics, right, out of nowhere, wrestled really well for like a year and a half, almost meddled, and now he comes back in, they've got him down at number seven. Mm-hmm. I think just goes to show, you know, who, what the, um, how competitive this is. Um, you know, James Green, he, um, I, I I think uh, Zane is a bad draw for him when I mean, he's beaten Jordan Oliver. He's a two-time world medalist. Like there's so many guys at this weight that are not just good, like here. I mean, Jay Ironman beat Vladimir Kinchikishvili didn't make the trials. there's so many guys at this weight that are not just, you know, like, Oh yeah. You know, they were good in college. These are like really good international level wrestlers. Yeah. And the, the fact that we've got, you know, this kind of depth, I think really goes to show how, what kind of progress we've made in freestyle in this country. Mm -hmm. And um, there's going to be, I think just really, really high quality matches, you know, exciting and just really well executed, like, guys performing really well mm-hmm. doing things the right way like every round of this tournament for
0: sure um charles what do you got here at 65
2: i mean 65 is another way that's that's kind of truly really crazy um i mean Greasy's a two-time medalist and Yanni's proven that he can beat anybody any, anytime he any plays anywhere. Um, but him going head up with J.O. and that that, but Yanni just has a tough road, man. Like, he has that J.O. semi, then, um, he's got he a uh, Molinero a J-O, J.O. semi, yeah, Molinero quarter. Like nobody, nobody wants to go through that, right? You know, it's twice, t- t- two matches in a row. It's not like their day. It's not their day apart. It's literally, just back to back. I mean, how do you, how do you prepare for something like that? Um, I mean, Zane definitely has an easier road, but you know, trying to get through a two-time world medalist and An NCAA finalist, another NCAA champ, two other NCAA champs. Like it's like sixty five is just probably hell on earth to be a part of right now because it's nuts. But um, I'm I'm gonna pick Jo to win the bracket.
0: Okay, I like that, Jack. Who you picking?
1: I am picking Zane Rutherford. He, taking, um, go ahead, sir. He it just seems like he does well in those kind of tight matches. He does well in a series, you know, in a best of three. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like just adjusting match to match. Um, you know, having the the gas tank in match number three. Mm-hmm. Um he's did it in twenty seventeen against Frank uh Molinaro, Did it 2019 against, uh, Jordan Oliver and then against Yanni, you know, he, he had that stinker. He completely screwed over team USA, which mm-hmm. obviously, um, it's fair to be mad at him for, I think yeah for, uh, not qualifying the weight, but I do think he's, if not the best guy, he's at least right there with everybody. And he's the best at pulling out these matches.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Yanni over James Green, which sounds like a crazy pick, and it probably is. I just think that James Green has to probably know that this is probably his last run at an Olympic team. I think he's doing everything right. I think he can get Zayn to open up from the outside, and he can put up fours. I think he could blast Zayn. Um, I think it'll be a tight one, but I think he takes it over Zane. And then we have two good ones against Yanni, who is going to go qualify the weight. Um, I think Yanni dominates Oliver. I think he dominates either Molinero or Henderson. I can see Henderson beating Molinero the way he's been wrestling. Um, but I, I just think Yanni's the guy. I think he's the best fit internationally for us, his style. Um, so that's where we're at. 74 kilos, probably the – it's such a good weight. Obviously, um, it's always one of our best weights. But you got Jordan Burroughs in the finals, the king. Kyle Dake, two-time world champion at 79 kilos, came back down. Everybody knows the history there. Um, He's sitting in the semifinals of the challenge tournament to await the winner of Marsteller and Gant probably. Um, then you got Logan Massa, David Carr, Evan Wick, and Vincenzo Joseph just to kind of you know top it off. But it's still going to be Burroughs-Dake. I, I don't think any of you guys disagree with that, do you?
1: Mm-mm, not at all.
0: Say that again, please. Um, there's no chance that 74 kilos is anything but Burroughs Dake, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Unless no, chance unless Kyle Dig tears ACL and then wrestles Marcus Delair. I don't see it happening. Yeah. Um
0: Jack, what do you see here? Anything that maybe speaks to
2: otherwise? If I hear anything other than JB's winning, I'm fighting whoever says JB is <laughs> All right, let's fight. <laughs>
1: oh man, I mean it's, it's so tough to pick against Jordan Burroughs, but I'm gonna be dumb enough to do it. Okay, uh, I'm 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 gonna pick Dave to. Um, I mean, like you said, I I don't think anybody else from the challenge tournament is really um, all that likely to be winning this. It's it's gonna be Burroughs Dake. I I kinda like Dake's chances. Okay. I think he I kinda think he's the best wrestler in the world. He Really. So when I did that article about the the match between him and Chimizo, mm-hmm. Um, And really watching him closely and studying him. And now obviously there's some element of when you just get to understand one, you know, world champion level wrestler, you're going to be really impressed with him. Yeah. Wow. That guy was great. But. Mm -hmm. Dake seems like the closest thing to like the perfect wrestler, not in the sense of he's perfect at everything, but that he has like cracked the code the most of like how to make sure you always win. Sure. Like every second of the match he's got, he knows what he's trying to do. Um, and he's, he's really good at doing it where he's, he's dictating the terms of where you're going to be wrestling, like where on the mat you're going to be, what tie you're going to be in, what his level is going to be compared to yours. Every time he gets in on your leg, he's in great position. When you get on his leg, it's pretty iffy if you're going to score on him or if he's going to score on you. And then he, he's really good upper body. If he, can, he doesn't have to get to your ankle. He can get to your, you know, your knee area. He can get to your upper leg. He can get to your waist, mm-hmm. and he's going to score. He's really good on top. He never gets turned. Sure. Now I mean Burroughs did turn him last time, right? Burroughs got a, a lace transition off his double. He gut wrenched him too, right? Uh in sure. uh what was it match three, maybe? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Gut wrenched him. Mm-hmm. And it, so that's I think the biggest cause for concern is the turns in transition. And Burroughs always wins match three. Right? He will kill you in match three. And so I think Dake has to do it 2-0. And I kind of think he does it.
0: Okay. Charles, obviously you're picking Jordan. Why do you think he gets it done against Dake this time?
2: Man, that's just what the King does, man. King does what he does. Can't really... Everybody's it might just be there. me,
1: me overreacting to the the David Taylor match because I basically said that for that one is, look, it's Burroughs. He's just gonna do it, and then he didn't quite do it, and now I'm like the you know the the mystique is shattered. That oh, he's sure. just a guy, but he's he's not just a guy. He's still the best. Because the thing is, people always talk about his you know like his you know skill and his like you know speed or whatever. He is the toughest guy I've ever seen wrestle, and he's the best competitor I've ever seen wrestle. For sure. And that, that does have to count for something.
0: It does. I, I think that too. I think he is probably one of the best competitors the sport has ever seen that sports in general might have ever seen. You know, He just is always game, and I can't pick against him. If he wrestled David Taylor again tomorrow, I'd pick him to win every time. If he wrestles Dake, I'm picking him to win. You know, I pick, I was so stupid. I picked Anthony Valencia to beat him because I just thought, man, this dude is just, like you said, you want everything you want him to be. But, you know, I think it's a mental thing for Burroughs over, over Dake because Dake is going to have to at least wrestle two matches before he gets a shot Right. while Burroughs rests. So, I don't know, um, but I'm going to go ahead and take Burrows over Dake. Um, ninety-seven. Kyle Snyder, Jaden Cox. That's the story.
2: You skipping eighty-six? Yeah, oh no, I got oh, sorry,
0: eighty-six. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong thing. Anyway, eighty-six. Again, I think this is a a three two horse race, kind of like. 74, you got David Taylor, 2018 um, World Champ, two-time NCAA Champ, Zahid Valencia, NCAA Champ, um, coming off a of suspension. Uh, Pat Downey, the three-seed. Miles Martin, Gabe Dean, Bo Nickel, Nate Jackson, Sammy Brooks, Brett Farr, Aaron Brooks, Carter Starocki, Um great weight. But it's still coming down to two dudes right now. And um, I'm going to have to take David Taylor. No one. You ready?
2: I feel like no one is talking about um, how tremendously deep this weight is.
0: Well, I think it's hard sometimes. You have a guy like David Taylor who, I mean, this might be when healthy, the best guy in the world. Then you have a guy like Zahid. It's just, it's one of those things. I mean, the guys have got to go through the tournament. Um, It doesn't leave a lot of room for some of these guys on that top side, especially to break through, you know, without a guy sitting in the finals. So, um, Jack, what are you you thinking?
1: Yeah, I think um, Zahid's the only guy that I think it would be interesting with David Taylor. Um, everybody else i think he would kind of smoke uh and i mean is the heat even a lock to win the challenge like i he's he's not a lock I'll, i'll pick him but there's definitely guys that could give him problems uh and then i i guess i'll pick david taylor to um make the olympic team but it's definitely one um could uh could surprise people i think
0: for sure Charles, who are you taking here?
2: Um, I I think Taylor's gonna make the finals, but I mean, okay. but it, dude, it's so tough. I mean, Gabe Dean has been wrestling. From a guy, for a guy who hasn't, who didn't, who wasn't wrestling, literally just a year ago, he looks like he's been active this whole time. I mean, jeez, man, um, he's looked real good. Like, if I wouldn't, honestly, wouldn't be surprised if he made did some magic on the Magic Man and beat him. Like honestly, and you know, I'm not. That's not a joke. Like, I can really win it. Uh, I mean, he can really. I think he can honestly beat him. It might take a little stroke of luck, but I think he could do it for sure. And then that that downy nickel quarter is really interesting. Um, that hasn't been looking been hasn't been looking too great, um, but um. I'm gonna and then Nate Jackson can beat anybody. He's been so active. I mean he takes L's, but he's he's ready every single time. So I'm I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick I'm still gonna pick Taylor when the weight. but man, this anybody can win this weight, honestly. Mm-hmm. um yeah i'm I'm just gonna pick i'm just gonna pick taylor that's a safe pick but this spread can get real interesting real fast oh, yeah
0: okay yeah i agree um and jack who are you picking did you already say
1: yeah taylor uh over uh the last yeah.
0: okay Okay, and moving on to 97 kilos again because we kind of started to anyway. Um, because I got too excited. Uh, the story here is Snyder, it's Jaden Cox. Um, Snyder in the finals, uh, by virtue of being a world medalist, Jaden Cox in the semis of the challenge tournament, um, by virtue of being a world champ at 92 kilos. Another awesome weight that's going to get outshined by the two guys at the top, kind of like 74. Um, Colin Moore, Hayden Zilmer, Mike Machiavello, Kyvin Gatson are your top four seeds. And then you got guys like Ty Walls, the youngsters in NCAA champ AJ Ferrari. Um, Braxton Amos is the um, eight seed he won the last chance qualifier. And Greco and was second in freestyle lost to Ben Hannes who is now at the Penn RTC and is the 7th seed um, do you guys have anything about the field can anybody push Jaden Cox really in the challenge tournament final
2: no <laughs> Jack.
1: Jack what do you got I sincerely doubt it I think it's going to be the two of them in the finals um, are we going to um, just talk about that um, that matchup I guess yeah
0: let's uh, let's talk about that what are your initial thoughts on the Snyder Cox
1: throwdown I don't know um, I thought when, um I don't know, like two, three years ago when I was first thinking about, oh, you know, in uh, 2020, you know, Jane's going to have to go up. I thought uh, it would be Snyder would win it. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, lost to Sharifov. Sadiolyev called him, uh, we say he's like a wooden man. Yeah. He looked Something a little like bit. Yeah. He looked a little bit um, stiff. Yeah. Yeah, Stiff didn't wrestle all that well. And, you know, even after he, um, you know, left and went to Penn State, he had some tough matches. He gave up um, a couple of takedowns to Gadsden even before he got injured in that match. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he hasn't looked great over the last couple of years. I kind of think it's going to be Jaden now. And I, I've especially been, like, the more – I've watched Jaden and the more I've gotten to understand his wrestling, like the more impressive it is like that when he, you know, he wins a match like four to one, you know, be like, Oh man, like, how come he, he couldn't get to that guy's legs all that much. But it's even in the, you know, the first two minutes of the match when he's not scoring, Mm -hmm. he's just creating motion. He's, he's, you know, getting you. Each time he moves back and forth, you're like a half second slower to recover. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just kind of lulling you you know to sleep almost but you're he's getting you to start moving back and forth he's getting you to start moving up and down where people want to be front to back and he's starting to make them think side to side and you know and then after two three minutes of that that's when he starts to open you up yep um and i think snyder will struggle with that quite a bit he's just going to kind of walk into too many things yeah
0: i agree with that a hundred percent i just think that Jaden's stance in motion, his variety of attacks. Um, I think he is probably every bit as strong as Snyder. Um, and I just I like the guy that that isn't like that wooden man. I think Jaden very well could be the best guy in the world at any weight. Um I know he's got obviously a huge task in front of him if he wins the spot in Sagaliev, but I think that he can beat Sagaliev. Snyder beat Sagaliev. I know it was a couple years back, and you know, Sagaliev was just coming up to the weight, and you know, la la la, whatever. It can be he he can be beaten. He's been beaten. I think Jaden is the kind of guy to give Sagaliev fits, and. I think it's going to be the same story um, with Kyle. Um, What happens if Jaden wins the spot? Does Snyder stay at 97? Does he go up? Does Jaden go back down to 92?
1: I think. I don't think Jaden would want to go back down.
2: Jaden's not going back down, dude. If he wins the spot, Snyder's going to have to go up. He's not going to have an option.
0: Or does Snyder try to press and win the spot back at 2022 trials?
2: I mean, I feel like that's probably gonna be the initial reaction.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um but after he gets bagged again, then I um, don't it's 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 gonna be a it's gonna be a hey, buddy! You gotta make a choice now, <laughs> right? Like, um, what are we, what are what are we, what are we gonna do here? Because, um, you're not beating Jaden. And then, Jaden goes out and he wins Olympic gold. Now we're talking a whole, a whole other story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know? So I mean, it it I think it's gonna be interesting. I think Jaden's gonna win. The whole thing, um but it it it's gonna be interesting for sure
1: do mm-hmm.
0: do we see three matches in this series?
2: Yes, one hundred percent you think so
1: Jack, what do you think yeah, I don't know uh I, I have no idea it i mean it I guess it, I could see it going either way. Okay.
0: I think Cox wins too straight. I don't know why. I, I just think he's the guy and he's gonna prove it to everybody this weekend. Um obviously I can be proven wrong fairly easily, but uh we will see. Okay. Um one twenty five kilos. Nick wasdowski um, Gable Stevenson. Mason Paris, Don Bradley, Tony Nelson, uh, Kirk Fleet, Tanner Hall, uh, Garrett Ryan, and Jordan Wood round up rounds out the nine guys. Um, it's looking like a three horse race right now, with the two best horses probably wrestling in the bottom semi. I guess since Quiz is the qualified the late. he gets to be mm-hmm. the one seed
1: well it's because he has um he has two wins over gable over the like the seeding period and gable only has one win okay um
0: you'd think they'd go last win and that's well. i think
1: if it if they split if it was one one they go to last win okay but because it was because te- it was um because it was a series mm-hmm. so he, he technically has more wins sure like it's kind of stupid because it was like two yeah. years apart yeah for sure, but it's it's because he has two wins in the um what they call like the relevant period. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles, what do you see here at heavyweight?
2: Gable. Period. Full stop.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to see. So he beat Kwidowski. Gwizdowski, I think, didn't have a great tournament. You know, he struggled with Mason Paris and then actually lost to him the second time. But, I mean, Gable did beat him back in December, and it's it's hard to see Gable getting worse, right? Like, taking a step backwards. It mm-hmm. seems like every single tournament he's he's a step better. Um, I, I just don't really see how anybody's going to beat him. For
0: sure. Um, I said it at, after Big Tens. I thought we had two Olympic gold medalists win uh, Big Ten titles, and I thought that was Spencer Lee and Gable Stevenson. I'm taking him over Gwiz. Um, I just think that he's got the best feet, the best attacks. He He's just the complete guy now. He's a little bigger. Um, and this is such a such a weight that all top three of our guys are probably metal threats. I think Gable is the top end of that. I think he's a gold medal threat. I think depending on draw, Nick and Paris can both be metal threats in that bronze range. Um, but I think Gable's the best guy in the world. You know, the two best guys, you know, have been the best guys for a while now. And at some point they've got to kind of fall off a little bit. And I think their time is kind of coming to the youngster here. Um, so I'm taking Gable over Gwiz.
1: How do you see it, Jack? Um, same story. Um, Gable, I think we, we've kind of seen is on another level for Mason Paris. He's going to make the finals pretty easily. You know, Gable is it's it's just – it's really hard to pick a guy to lose mm-hmm. when you've seen him just destroy everyone he's wrestled. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's so – like, it's it's sort of like how I got with AJ Ferrari where I, I picked him to win partly because, like, I just couldn't even, like, imagine what it would look like to see him get taken down. But, like, I just have a hard time even visualizing, like, how somebody – uh, would beat gable and you know especially not uh mason paris and i think at this point not Nicholas gwizdowski it's uh so uh same as you i guess uh gable over gwiz okay so we're unanimous there
0: um so that's kind of it for that um do you guys have any other takes about the trials anything that you're looking forward to seeing maybe not seeing um
2: anything like that nope i think Um, we got everything
1: yeah um uh is this gonna drop thursday yes uh Thursday is April 1st, April Fools Day. That is my favorite holiday. So uh if you're listening to this, go and fool somebody for me, please.
0: <laughs> right on. I like that. Are you going to be pulling some pranks?
1: Uh probably, I can't tell you cuz then you would see it coming, but yeah. I'll, I'll I'll attempt a couple. You have pulled a prank on me before.
0: <laughs> and uh we will we will not talk about that on air, but I do, <laughs> I do get a good laugh out of that still. So, all right, boys, thank you so much for coming on. I love you both, um, guys. Check out Jack's um, trials preview;
1: it's coming out. Do you think it'll be out tomorrow? Yeah, it'll be on uh, the fight site. That's T H E F I G H T hyphen dot com the fight site it'll be uh, all three styles we we'll each get their own preview article um you can find
0: jack at oldest greatest charles thank you man for coming on um yes. the big hofster stud um you're coming back next year yes, sir he's gonna be back the man's coming back a big threat at 184 dude when are we gonna see you wrestling freestyle When do I get to pick Charles small at the world team trials?
2: Only time will tell,
0: man. Time will tell. Ooh, he's, he's leaving us on the edge of our seats right now. All right, boys. Um, thank you so much. Uh, we will see you next time. All right, folks, that's all the time we have left for today. Um, Thank you to Charles. Thank you to Jack. Um, Hey, let's enjoy trials this weekend, guys. Um, Let's... uh, (laughs) History being made this weekend. Um, Like I said, last week in a tweet that we will be talking about all the good highs and lows come Sunday, Saturday night, and I can't wait to talk about it with you guys and and hear what you have to say. Um, Have a great weekend. Have a great Easter. Um... See your family. Um, I'll be getting home late Sunday, but I'll be excited to um, hang with mine. So much love to you all. Um, take care, and we will see you next week. Peace.